Also, the problem Ooh. is when I laugh, it makes me need to cough. So that's a yeah, problem when like, you're recording a comedy podcast. Yeah, yeah. Just like don't laugh through the whole thing and just be like, just give you nothing. Just give me nothing to work with at all. <laughs> like, I'm like, damn. Like, I'm maybe I'm losing my touch. I guess I'm kind yeah. of a flop. <laughs> Um, do you want to introduce the show? I absolutely do. Uh, this is Disastrous. It's the show where the coughs and the sniffles and the sneezes are welcome because we are talking mm-hmm. about the big old mistakes. And isn't it appropriate that we are also kind of gross? <laughs> <laughs> Along with the, you know, rainbow, um, ca- you know, the whole arc of human error is yeah, what I'm trying to say. And I'm like, absolutely. you know, it's like, it's got all these layers and it's a huge arc yes. of human error. Um, and, and it is gross. Uh, and we are gross. So, <laughs> well, that's why we call this disastrous. Exactly. I'm Hannah. I'm Amanda. <laughs> and we are going to, um, tell you today about this. I'm going to tell Hannah actually yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, about this crazy crazy story um it is well i'll just tell you what it is i'm going to tell you the story of the costa concordia okay now i don't know if you remember this no it was pretty recent it was in 2012 okay and it is a cruise ship disaster story akin to yeah it's like a titanic-esque story but it happened like and i mean obviously not as many casualties by a long shot but a similar kind of scenario a little bit of hubris um, throw a little hubris a little mix Mm -hmm. and uh and i will you know give this little um a little nugget for you to look for throughout Uh, a study in cowardice oh really Really an element that I found... Interesting. Uh, just... Yeah. Just, um... The sheer cowardice and, um... Like, blame dodging and pointing fingers. Classic. And the whole thing. And, you know, in between there, there was a, a shipwreck. So... Oh. I'll tell you about it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It's a lot. So, uh... The Costa Concordia is a massive ship. Um, in comparison to the Titanic, the Titanic was about um, like 800 feet. Okay. And the Concordia is like 900 feet. Like okay, feet sure. Or something like that. So like it's a massive cruise ship. Uh, the parent company is Carnival. And okay. obviously... Is um, Carnival the it, parent it, company for every single cruise? Pretty much. Like, uh, yeah. I feel like much. all of them have a different name and then they all end up just being Carnival. Exactly. So it's like the overarching company is Carnival and then you have all of its like little subsidiaries. It's like like the Cuesta. Uh, no, it's Costa Crociere, which I just watched White Lotus, so... My Italiano is really good. <laughs> and, uh, so, Costa Crociere. 
um, is an offshoot of Carnival, and that owns the Costa Concordia. Got it. Okay, cool, cool. So the big old ship um, birthed, it said, in one of the articles, which I'm like... <laughs> I love when people treat ships like humans. <laughs> Me too. I'm like, birthed. <laughs> it just came out of a like huge vagina. So uh, was birthed in 2006, uh, became, or cost... Five hundred and seventy million to construct. Wow! And we're talking fifteen bars, um, four pools, five restaurants, a ten-story atrium. Jeez. Yeah, thirteen decks, um, or thirteen decks. Well, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> I've never been on a cruise ship. Have you been? On a cruise I haven't. Ship? I, I was about to say, like, okay, I can't I like picture that would make sense to a somebody lot of else, this. probably. Yeah, yeah, I can't really visualize most of this. Um, yeah. I always wanted to go on one of those, like, Nickelodeon cruises. <laughs> I know. Or, like, a Disney one. Yeah. Like, I think that'd be so fun. Um, it's just, like, games and, like, Adventure and, Time. Oh, and disease. So much fun. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly disease. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Well, I mean, in, a, in any case... You know how big, like, a restaurant should be. Yes. <laughs> and how big, like, a bar should be in a yeah. pool. So yeah. they've got all that stuff in leagues. Oh, and a two-story spa. Holy fuck. Yeah. So we're, as Hannah and I are trying to picture it, I'll tell you that um, it has a capacity of 4,890 people. Wow. Mostly catering to the Italian community. <laughs> Did it launch in Italy? Yes. Got it. Okay, cool. So the Costa Crociere um, is like a Italian kind of subsidiary of Carnival Cruises. Cool. So it, um, hang on for some uh, awesome Italian pronunciation of yes. cities. Yes. Come on, White Lotus. <laughs> this particular cruise, uh, leaving in early January of 2012, uh, was supposed to, was starting from Seglari and go to Sicily. Okay. But I wrote down, because I physically wrote it down, Sicily? I'm sure that's not right. <laughs> and then going to Cirebiecchia. Okay. And then going to Sorona. All right, so it was like going around the coast, kind of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like the lower, lower coast. That doesn't seem like they're going that far. Why do you need 15 it, bars? I don't know. I mean, listen, what if each bar was like a different theme, though? What if it was like That'd one was fun. a tiki bar and one was like a pirate cove? And one was like a like, 1920s speakeasy. I mean, like, listen... <laughs> We're going on this seven-day cruise. We're going to hit all of those bars. Yeah, honestly. It's only two a night. (laughs) It's only two a night. night. We can crush this. No problem. So that was the route. And so they were trying, they were supposed to go past like through the mainland and in between um, the mainland and this island of Gelio. Okay. Yeah. Um, But, you know. People had other plans. <laughs> so this uh, ship is captained by Captain Francesco 
Scatino. Okay. Yes. And he's been its captain since 2006 and has been with um, like Carnival Cruises since like 2002, I think. And has had a very few incidents. He, um, you know, he was in charge on this occasion. We'll say he's like the, um, the main character of this story. Okay, great. Uh, leaning, no, no bias or anything like that. But he's, 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 you know, he's the guy. Well, he's had a, a, a nice little career, except for that one time. He sideswiped another ship. Oh, fuck. Another cruise ship called the Atlantic. Fuck. Yeah, just coming in hot. Just didn't he? He was just like, and eh, we'll just pull up right here. Oh, no. Interesting. So that happened. I'm like, in my head, I'm kind of like, you know, when I was working at the cafe I was at, a mistake might happen. Maybe I'll mess up someone's drink. And it's like, mm-hmm. I don't expect to get, like, fired for that. When you're piloting, yeah. like, an airplane or a cruise ship and you make a little whoopsie, like, on one hand, I'm like, don't fire people for one mistake. Let people learn and live and grow. On the other right. hand, I'm like, oh, no. It's a big deal. <laughs> like, That's, like, millions of dollars. What you're doing is a huge deal. It's mm-hmm. so much Millions money. Of dollars. It's like endangering lives. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just fascinating. Yeah. So, and I'm not sure like what the code among captains is. Um, it seems that he like can unilaterally kind of do whatever he wants. Um, the only people that will push back against him in any way is going to be the Coast Guard. Oh. And they can't fire this guy either. But interesting. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you exactly what happened. So yeah. Here's the tea. So on January thirteenth, uh, the captain brings his mistress aboard. Or oh. she's probably been aboard. But he's just gonna go have dinner with his girlfriend. Okay. Really well, you quickly. said mistress. Is, yeah, is the he married cheating? captain. <gasps> yeah, the married captain brought his girlfriend aboard without a ticket. Oh, I'm obsessed with this. <laughs> I know. I was like, because my guy can do whatever he wants. The relationship and... drama just really hit good. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, so he's like, no, no, no. It's totally cool. And there's video. It's 2012. Like there's video of you know, a bunch of shit that's happening. Oh my God. And you see him like on video, like walk into dinner with his girlfriend. I'm like, this guy doesn't give a fuck. All right. Amazing. So we're having a saucy night with my, with my mistress, Mm -hmm. with my lover. Yeah, exactly. And he leaves like the helmsman and a couple other like officers. Yeah, sure. Like on the bridge. Like, so the bridge is, and I don't know a whole lot about boats or anything really. But, like, they, you know, the head office, like, where, yes. you're, where you're looking out and you see all of the stuff and you got all the buttons and the controls. And yeah. And in Titanic, the they were like, oh, it's too late in that part. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So he goes down to dinner. He leaves some officers up there. And he's like, hey, we should do, like, a little um, what's called a sail-by salute. 
Okay. So it's when you take your cruise ship like close enough to like an island or a coast or whatever and you just kind of wave. Aww. Hi. Just check in. Hi. And it's to like the idea is to give the passengers like an, a cool like view and to say hi to like other sailors. Yeah. But yeah, you've seen those old timey videos where yeah. it's like, let's go wave our handkerchief at this boat for a while. Come on, little Johnny, the boat's coming by. The boat's coming. You want to go see the boats? Yeah. <laughs> so that's the idea. Well, he gives the instructions to the officers. Do not go more than like you have to keep a 1500 foot distance. Sure. Which is like the safe distance to go. Sure. Right. Well, they're cruising in at 15 knots. And uh, while he's at dinner, there's a little bonk. Oh. Huh. We hit a raccoon. What was that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we hit a bird. Fuck. Oh, no. I know. It's a roadkill, but in the ocean. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So there's a little bonk, and the power goes out. Oh. The Yeah. And... People are like, the fuck? What's happening? The captain goes back up to the bridge and starts kind of arguing with the helmsman because he said, don't go more than 1,500 feet in. And he was like, oh, I thought we could turn a lot quicker. And at that speed and that direction, you can't turn a lot quicker. So the arc in which they're going like the yeah. cruise ship doesn't turn on a dime which was the confusing part for like there's physics involved right so their <laughs> their turn radius came out really far and they hit a part called do you want to guess where where the impact was made what like neighborhood maybe what it was called i don't know it was called the rocks Literally, <laughs> it's called Les Colets, which is literally translated to The Rocks. That's uh, I don't know. So, I, like, they hit it with their butt, kind of, is what I'm Yeah, imagining. they hit it with their butt. Oh, yeah. no. Making a 50 foot, 50 yards? 50 feet. Something like that. Um, real big hole <gasps> in, the, in the boat. Yeah, fuck. So... There was a little bit of confusion. So, hits Lescole, and at 9.45 p.m., it makes, sorry, a 60-meter gash in the hull, damaging seven watertight compartments. Wow. So, they lose power and propulsion, which you're just a canoe at that point. (laughs) They give every single person on the boat a paddle. (laughs) They're, They're like... All right, you know what to do, huh? You get it? Isn't this fun, guys? Guys, come on. It's like we're camping. It's an adventure. Come on, this is fun. Can you imagine, like, being at dinner, and then it's like the power goes out, and the boat stops, and they hand you a paddle, and you're like, I have had three martinis. I know. (laughs) I am all full of bolognese. I cannot do this. (laughs) I cannot do this. Oh, Oh, no, thank you. I'm all set. Well, they're not saying anything. Most of, the, like, most of the crew members and no announcement is made. They're just like, relax, relax. And then, like, 
six minutes later at 9.51, an announcement is made mm-hmm. that the boat is having, quote, electrical problems. Uh, <laughs> the Guys. boat is throwing a little fit. Um, it'll Guys. be okay. <laughs> how, and how do you think, like, just this, like, blatant lie, which you know it's a completely different, huge problem, how do you think you're going to cover the boat having, like, that much damage? You're just going to, yeah. like... It's fine. Go back to your cabin. We're going to patch this up. It'll be good as new as in the morning. Like, I will say, though, I will say, though, in terms of trying to avoid panic, I think that's a good move. Because, like, if I was on a boat. That is a good point. If I'm on a boat and, like, what the fuck am I supposed to do if the boat's going down? Mm. Like, Mm. run to a raft? Yeah, everyone else is doing the same thing. You know, like exactly. jump the off. The only thing you can try to do is escape. Like, yeah. Watch out. Yeah. I guess like in terms of like controlling panic for sure. Um, at this point though, water has reached the main electrical panel. So. Oh, fuck. There's no fix in that. There's no like, you you know, More. flip the circuit breaker on and then off and then on off. It, yeah. It's no. just not working. Yeah. Safe way. So. Captain Scatino calls the crisis manager for carnival cruises good person to call because good person to call right yeah in their job oh, description what a crazy job though right like, probably so oh, stressful crisis manager i would die oh my god oh you get a call at 9 45 at night i'd be like what <laughs> i'm busy i'm, I'm with my spaghetti. mistress <laughs> yeah i'm making spaghetti with my mistress leave me alone so he tells the crisis manager this. And at 10.07, the harbor where they were supposed to park. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You park a cruise ship, park. right? Um, dock? Dock. I think Probably. that's the word for it. Dock sounds better for sure. <laughs> All right. I don't think we have a couple of dummies. Cool. So where they were supposed to park their boat. The harbor calls at 10.07, and they're like, are you guys good? Like, someone called them from the shore. (laughs) And was like, I think they bumped their butt on Les Coulets. So, I think they bumped their butt. Yeah. And then the power went out. And so the harbor's like, cool. Thank you for the update. We're going to call and just check in. Okay. They call... And I don't know who responded, but they're like, yep, yep, we're all good. Just a no. blackout. Are you fucking kidding me? I know. What dumbass did that? Why would you do that? They're like, we've got it under control. Are you kidding? I don't understand what the motivation is. But again, I'm thinking like they're trying to save their asses. Like they're trying yeah. to cover up whatever I, I i i i'm i never think that i'm gonna be at a loss for words but sometimes these stories do it where i'm just like i don't know that's but don't worry bonkers it gets worse meanwhile there has not been another announcement to any of the passengers it was like hey powers out our technicians are trying to fix it sure and this is going on like half an hour well meanwhile passengers are straight up like taking themselves to lifeboats 
and putting themselves in with like no instruction or anything like that. They're like, I don't know, let's get the fuck out of here. What do you say? <laughs> so like Mark, the, then let's go. All right. The problem with me as a person is I am like a certified narc. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> it is my biggest personality flaw. I was a hall director in college and an RA. Um, <laughs> okay. So my thing is I would definitely be the dumbass who's sitting there like, guys, they said it was just a power outage. I'm sure if we wait, they'll tell us more. Like, guys, oh, no, yeah. we can't go to the lifeboats. Oh, my God. They said not to. Like, yeah, just like this, <sighs> like the faith in authority. I know. You're like, if they wanted us to get in these boats, they would have told us to get in these boats. Like, exactly. What are you even doing? Like, they probably don't want us like, you know. And, like, I would be I'm the, the dumbass. Like, everyone is like, yeah, we're leaving. We're going to safety. Like, we can physically feel the ship sinking. And I would be like, mm-hmm. they would tell us if something was happening. <laughs> like, yep. Idiot. Just the faith. You got – no. And, like, that's that's the thing, too. It's like if you have, like, the faith and authority, which I do, I'm like, they would tell us. Yeah. There's no reason they wouldn't tell us to evacuate. There's no reason, like – because I think another part of that, too, is – assuming that other people are as intelligent, if not more intelligent than you are. Yeah. And assuming that like they know what they're doing. (laughs) Exactly. I always assume that people know what they're doing and then they have like the best interest of humanity at heart. Like I just assume that I go in thinking that based on no knowledge at all, I'm like, people are good, smart people. End of story. We'll leave it at that. And then they're like, no, no, Amanda. And then they're like, not everybody. We're lying to you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. So these passengers are like just getting themselves into boats and like trying to get down. But by this time, the boat has tilted or it's called listing. Okay. At about 25 degrees. So there's video of a guy walking. He's trying to walk, but it's. Like, it's tilting really far. Wow. And at this point, there are, there's video of, um, like, one of the personnel or whatever talking to a group of passengers, and she's like, go back to your cabins. Everything's <gasps> fine. Are you kidding? And they're like, the boat is tilting over. Like, we're not going back to our cabins. In the meantime, it's tilting even further, and it's almost making it impossible for lifeboats to be, like, put in the water. Sure. All of the oh, ones wow. from one side are unable to be used because they're, like, literally rolling over to the top. They're, like, facing the sky. Oh, my God. So, 1130. The bridge. Captain, officers, helmsman, gone empty no bounced you you're lying i swear to god i swear to god hannah i'm reading all of this stuff and i'm like this is the cra- i mean we've read some crazy shit and but like to me this is what fucking how douchebags i know a bunch of douchebags but like like i said a study in cowardice because yeah. They're like, we have a crisis on our hands instead of actually dealing with it and handling said crisis and saving a bunch of lives. 
I'm gonna go. When did you go, say? I'm actually. I'm gonna try to cover my shit and then go. Yeah, I'm gonna lie first and then leave. When did yeah. you say the ship hit the rocks again? Nine forty-five. Okay, so things kind of happened pretty quick. Yeah, like it's two hours later, and well, oh, sorry, I missed. I missed one. Ten thirty-five. The bridge calls for help. So they do send off an emergency alarm Okay. at 10.35. It's about, like, so 50 minutes later, there's still 4,229 people aboard. Oh, my God. And then officers had left the bridge, including captain. 11.30, bridge is abandoned. Wow. So now the ship is listing so hard that there's no way people can get off the ship except for a rope ladder. So 80 people, there's footage of 80 people trying to get down a rope ladder into Coast Guard boats. Now, here's where it gets real juicy. Okay, yes. At this time, the captain is back on shore. Okay. He's a bit of Mai Tai with his mistress in his lap. (laughs) He literally, he's just like... Got out of there, am I right? That was a close one, huh? (laughs) That could have been a real disaster. And thank God. All right, cheers, babe. Like, so he's back on board, or back on board, back on shore, and he gets a phone call from the Coast Guard. And he's like, Captain, this is so, like, Coast Guard officer, da-da-da. Yeah. What's going on on your boat? (gasps) He's like, I don't know. I'm ashore. And he was like, you need to go back, get on board, and tell me how many people are left there. How many children, how many women, like how many people that need like physical assistance. Yeah, wow. You know, and he, and the captain's like, I mean, the boat is kind of like laying on its side right now. It's kind of done. And the Coast Guard. Yeah, and the Coast Guard dude is like, get the fuck back. Like, he starts, like, yelling at him over the phone. Oh, that's awesome. He's like, go up that fucking rope ladder. Get back on board your ship. Tell me how many people there are. You have to call me right back. Like, just screaming at the captain. And he's like, well, it's awfully dark. He, and I'm, so I'm listening to this phone call. And I'm like, and it's like Italian, but like subtitles, whatever. He's like, well, it's awfully dark. And he's like, oh yeah, it's too dark for you to go back on your boat. You want to go home? It's too dark for you. You want to go home like a big old baby? Like I was like, oh. (laughs) That's awesome. Oh, you did it. Oh, you did it. No, you made it bad. So it was awesome. Um, But in the end, uh, the captain did not return. Yeah, no, I, I didn't expect him to. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't the twist he was ending. But... <laughs> so in the end, 32 people died. Um, 27 that is... of them were passengers. Wait, that is remarkably low. Yeah, I was shocked at the number. There were 4,000. Considering 4, there were like 4,200. Yeah, and they managed to mm-hmm. like evacuate that many people without like most of their lifeboats. That's amazing. Yeah, and they evacuated that. Well, and I think the people evacuated themselves. I'm like, despite yeah. the efforts 
of like the people in charge of this ship to probably kill everybody on board. Um, a lot, a lot of them survived, which is great. Uh, but 32 people in total, 27 Whoa. passengers and five crew. Uh, 11 bodies were found in elevators on the lower decks. Oh, jeez. I know. I know. They had to be so scared. Ugh. I know. Um, and like those five crew who probably were like staying behind and helping. No, I know. And um, I'll just say like, you know, these numbers, those are the important numbers. These are, you know, bigger numbers. Uh, but the vessel itself weighs 114,000 tons. Jeez. And uh, I don't know about you. We've talked about ship stuff before. I'm like, I don't know. Just leave it. <laughs> In the have, ocean? What, what do, yeah. What do we do with this thing? I don't know. Just leave it. Pick it up. It sounds like a whole thing to deal with. If we just leave it, it'll become like treasure someday or <laughs> something. It'll be like <laughs> and, uh you know, Little Mermaid will go through it and use one of the windows yeah. to not get eaten by a shark. <laughs> exactly, exactly. She'll find a fork or some shit. It'll be great. Well, they had to deal with this huge-ass vessel. Jeez. Which they basically put, like, a platform underneath it and, like, yanked it up. And it, it's so heavy that, like, it crushed itself while it was, like, leaning on its side. Holy shit. And you can see all the damage that's done. Um, and it took three years. So it got towed back, but took three years to be dismantled. All in all, costing... I saw numbers between $1.2 and $2 billion, which seems like a long, yeah. like a large stretch but of money. But that's insane. Yeah, especially since it cost, like, five hundred and what 60 million or something like that and costs like 1.2 billion to like dismantle oh to literally sell for parts like oh man. did that captain get held responsible at all that is an excellent question oh let me tell you so all in all six people were arrested great and five convicted oh amazing uh I like crisis the, coordinator. We're always like, yay, for like yay! such small numbers of convictions. But it's just like, <laughs> we're so used to everyone getting away with everything that it's so nice. Literally everything. Just like seeing some accountability. We're like, woo-woo-woo. So um, there were five convictions. The crisis counselor. Well, oh, not a counselor crisis coordinator oh crisis counselor is different i think i don't know like the on deck crisis counselor (laughs) yeah exactly like the grief counselor wait no that's not right no the crisis coordinator he actually received the longest sentence of uh most of these people interesting five-year sentence for his part in like delaying the effort like rescue efforts so the crisis coordinator had given them the advice to not get shit going? Yeah. Like, he basically That's was, his, like, negligent. He has That's one job. job. How? I mean, hopefully he doesn't get used very often. Hopefully he doesn't have to deal with crises very often. Right. And when, when you do, you can't even do it right? I know. Ugh. I was like, 
I, I realize you're probably not dealing with this. Yeah, and you probably get one call every year or something. And he's like, oh, I do have a job. <laughs> I don't I don't even know. I don't know how to do it. Um, it's, okay, all right. Here's the idea. Here's the idea. Here's what we're going to do. Just lie a bunch and then bail. <laughs> well, it does get better. This will make you happy. Yeah. Uh, Captain Scatino faced manslaughter charges as he should causing shipwreck and abandoning ship i didn't realize those were charges i didn't either i as i was writing them down i was like causing shipwreck (laughs) hey man what are you in for causing shipwreck (laughs) nice wow i flashed my tits i flashed my tits as a (laughs) a boat going by and caused a shipwreck Like, I don't know. I I hit my friend with an oar and tipped our canoe. This whole thing. (laughs) I threw a bottle of champagne at a kayak and broke. (laughs) I love the idea of throwing a bottle of champagne. Like christening a kayak. Someone sitting in there. They're like, ow, what the fuck? Like, that's good champagne. I would have drinking that. (laughs) It feels like... A weird thing to use as a weapon, but all right. Uh, so, uh, the captain is now serving a 16-year sentence. God bless. But he did have a little nugget of um, just, I guess, insight okay. into his mind that I really, um, I can't say enjoyed, but I found interesting. Sure. He said he shouldn't be held responsible for the deaths um, of the people who died on uh, on the boat because those people didn't die as a result of the impact. Instead, they died by drowning. So the ocean should be arrested. Mm-hmm. Arrest the ocean. I, you know what? Let's mm-hmm. do it. Arrest the ocean. He's like, ah, da, da, da. one quick thing. It wasn't me because nobody died when, you know, we hit the rocks so, you know what I mean? And they're like, as a result of you hitting the rocks, the thing flooded and these people died. Yeah, but uh, it feels like kind of a stretch, right? Maybe we should arrest their stupid lungs for breathing in water. Maybe that's who, exactly. who's to blame. Their stupid little lungs. These people were like in elevators, right? Are we not looking into those guys? Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking moron. Like, no. So he is just kind of a, a big, dumb baby. But mm-hmm. when asked why he abandoned ship, he said that he didn't do it on purpose, that he accidentally fell into a lifeboat. It's fuck off. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> no. That is no. insane. That is fucking wild. Yep. And of course, there's video of him like waiting patiently on the deck for a lifeboat and then getting <laughs> in. Like, of course. <laughs> that is bonkers also i like that like can you imagine if that like the titanic happened and there were like cell phones to record things like that is a really interesting part of this isn't it nuts like yeah you can see footage like you're hearing phone calls being made like just crazy yeah but but yeah so that is the the story of the costa 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 concordia fell into a lifeboat (laughs) 
believable. I was like, you... I accidentally put this life raft on. It's like I just fell backwards and my arms went right into the holes of the life raft. And then someone pushed me and I was in a lifeboat. I I don't know. That's like exactly as believable as like someone's like, oh, like he tripped and fell and his penis ended up in a vagina. Like, you know, like that kind of. Yeah, that like joke. It was an accident. Yeah. (laughs) Well. No one's um, buying that. God, I hate this man. He sucks. Like, he really sucks. Like, couldn't take responsibility. Like, just a chicken shit who, I mean, they prosecuted, thank God. Yeah. Because how many times do we see these people just be like, eh, go home. It, like, reminds me of, like, when influencers fuck up and they apologize and they're like, like, my team posted something that I didn't approve of. And then they're like, I know that like, I should take, like, I'm, I'm taking responsibility. And it's like, no, you're not. You just said your team did it. Like, what are you talking about? You know? Yeah. That's the opposite of taking responsibility is pointing fingers at somebody else. I'm like, it's like people grow up just like people don't get, people don't get it. Well, did you ever, like, when you were a kid, like, and you would, like, fuck something up and you'd, like, lie about it? Or yeah, of course. Because, like, you don't want to get in trouble. Like, to me, I'm like, I have I have grown up and I have learned things and I have learned, like, the respectable thing to do is be like, I fucked up. Yeah. Like, it makes people respect you more. Like, yes. If you're not, like, a malicious person, it's okay. Like, things happen. We make mistakes. It's not a big deal. But, like, the insight into, like, adults who, like, Like, can't take responsibility. I'm like, And never learned how to apologize. Yeah. Like, never learned, like, that it's not about them. (laughs) It's crazy. It's so easy to do. I Like, I just don't understand. I'm like, it's so easy to say you're sorry. I know. And so easy to be like, I made a mistake. It's like, you can't even, people who can't do it, I'm like, you know, you can just, like, do that and it makes everything better instead of like putting yourself and other people through like this you know laundry dryer of shame and lies oh my god this man is fucking wild this man would make a great like character though like a great bit like right (laughs) oopsie i want to see this movie actually like i want to see like an animated version of this movie though and he's like (laughs) like, or like in his mustache i don't know i feel like adam sandler (laughs) could Oh yeah! I don't know why. I'm like, yeah. I haven't watched an Just Adam like a Sandler goofy movie run down the. Yes. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Or like <laughs> Steve Martin. Oh, I love Steve Martin. He's <sighs> just Pink Panther. He's just a mensch. I know. It's so so I was watching. Only I love Pink Panther. I no, I was watching um, Parenthood. Okay. Which is like an '80s movie with. He, like, plays a dad, and, like, the most important thing is his family. And, Classic. Uh, it, 80s movies are so full of, like, fluff. Like, there's just, like, so much, like, extraneous information and, like, these scenes that have no point. And I think it's just so <laughs> funny. Um, but he he's, like, I'm 35, and he looks like Steve Martin now. Like, he's yeah. fully white hair. And yeah. I was, like, 
Holy shit. Have you looked exactly like that for 40 years? That's insane. It's nuts, but good times. Well, anyway. Yeah, that's, um, yeah, that is the uh, colossal fuck up. Yes. Of, um, Captain Scatino. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, my God. Of course. <sighs> Thanks for listening. Yes. What a time. What a tale. Um, well, I guess that kind of does it. Yeah. Fair episode. Um, this has been great. Well, um, do you want to tell everybody where to find us and follow us? And stuff I like sure do. We are on Instagram at DisastrousPod, on Twitter at DisastrousLeePod. Uh, you can go ahead and email us. Tell us if you've ever been on a cruise and what they're like mm-hmm. and how mm-hmm. many diseases you caught. And you can go ahead and email us at uh, disastrouspod at gmail.com. Please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Send this to a family member. Awesome. Um, I was listening. So one of the uh, podcasts that I listened to for my research today, I think it's called like Ship Happens. And it's about like uh, shipwrecks. Like specifically shipwrecks? That's fun. Specifically shipwrecks. Yeah. That's cool. Really fun. And they had, they're like, oh, somebody, uh, you know, uh, we challenged people to rate, like, rate the show five stars, but leave us a bad review. That's really funny. (laughs) I was like, that's really funny. And somebody did it. And they're like, it was like an emo, like, high school poetry review. (laughs) But they gave us five stars. So I'm like, that'd be pretty fun. So if you want to do that, (laughs) that'd be cute. But also we like when people tell us nice stuff because it feels good. Yeah. All right, you guys. Well, uh, this has been Disastrous. I'm Amanda. I'm Hannah. And we love you and respect you. And we will catch you on the flippy floppy. Bye. Bye.